Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. As always, we thank you for listening to AFR. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Battagliano. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim. And Fred Jackson. Great to be here. Glad you're back, Tim. Thank you. Yeah, Ed, Ed was twitching last week. Twitching? He, it was, uh, he, he wasn't getting his dosage of popcorn. Because oh, yeah. while you were away, the popcorn machine disappeared as well. Yeah, really? the church that lends it to us, they came and got it mm-hmm. once a year for three days. Re- their Reformation Their Festival. little Reformation Day. Yeah, our thanks to Longdale Presbyterian Church in yes. Tupelo. We do appreciate them. 50, uh, 51 weeks out of 52, they <laughs> let us use their popcorn machine. That's a sense of and entitlement then, I have right. already. And they take it away for a week and we gripe. <laughs> Oh, we gripe. Yes, yes we do. We do. <laughs> or, or some of us go on vacation while it's gone. <laughs> I thought you were. All right, so we don't I thought you were insinuating that maybe I took the popcorn machine with me. Uh, we had to uh, suffer. You weren't here suffering without the popcorn. Allison, my wife, and I, we took a little trip down to the beach for a few days Uh Last What's it week. like this time of the year? I mean, has the well, crowd, we went crowd we went diminished? to Destin and it's it was beautiful weather for the most part, and mm-hmm. I think all along the coast. Of course, South Florida's you know got nice weather year round, yeah. but uh, the Panhandle there is really nice this time of year. Still, lots of people. Yeah, it really was. I was surprised. And kids? Did you you know families? So I saw, saw some. Mm-hmm. Mostly, it was just adults. Yeah, and uh, but. Uh, it's nice this time of year uh, for beach people. You know, 75, 80 degrees, not as crowded. Right. That's and nice. So, But no popcorn. Yeah. Yeah, but, but the popcorn, uh, I didn't have anything to do with that. No. <laughs> I was just glad I wasn't here when it was. <laughs> it, got a, ugly. it got ugly, too. When, 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 when it went, I knew what was going to happen, so that's why I escaped <laughs> for a few days. Uh, all right. Again, we thank you for listening to American Family Radio. Uh, Todd Starnes will be with us at 1015 Central Time. Walker Wildman at the bottom of the hour. Got, Got something some... very exciting to, to announce. Absolutely. At the bottom of the hour. All right, Fred, go. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, tomorrow, big, big day in this country. And normally, you know, the year after a presidential election, you have some elections in states and most people don't pay a lot of attention to them, but tomorrow I think all eyes are on Virginia. Many people are say, seeing and looking at Virginia as a referendum on Joe Biden, quite frankly. Uh, now, Joe Biden's not on the ticket tomorrow, uh, but the Democratic Party, through their gubernatorial candidate, Terry McAuliffe, is. And, uh, you know, the Republicans and the Democrats in the latest polls running very close. Some polls have put the Republican young men ahead. But also, I think it is a referendum, uh, and it's the first time that I think we're going to have voters able to go out and vote on education policy. Right. Because we know Virginia has been in the news the last 12 months. Parents, 
an uprising uh, against what they found out their kids were being taught, critical race theory. Uh, and you had Terry McAuliffe, the, uh, the Democrat, saying early on in, in the debates, uh, parents, they don't have a right to tell the teachers in the school what their kids are being taught. Yes, yeah, stay out of it. Stay, so we've seen the school board meetings in Loudoun County. Uh, so I, I think uh, there is so much in this uh, Virginia uh, race tomorrow. It's not just the governor. It's 100 uh, legislative seats as well, lieutenant governor. So it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I think this mom, she is from Loudoun County. She appeared at one of these school board meetings. I want you to have a listen to what she had to say because I think what she's saying embraces how voters feel about what's going on with the education system uh, in in uh, Virginia right now. It's cut number six. Specifically moved into a case out of LCPS due to the swift and uncompromising political agenda of Superintendents Williams, Ziegler, and the, and the school board that have forced upon us. First, it was in early spring of 2020 when my six-year-old somberly came to me and asked me if she was born evil because she was a white person, something she learned in a history lesson at school. Then you kept the schools closed for a year and a half despite the science indicating that it was safe for kids to return. So there you have it. So it is the pandemic agenda. It is, I believe, Joe Biden's agenda. You have so much going on in Virginia right now. Uh, Newt Gingrich, former Speaker of the House, was on Fox and Friends this morning. He says Young and the Republican has won a great race, and it's right to talk about education so much. He says it's the big issue. Cut seven. People are really angry. Uh, the radical education establishment, whether it's on critical race theory or it's on eliminating schools of excellence or it's a whole variety of other things, it's just made people mad. And then the Loudoun County School Board lying about this, the rape of the young girl uh, in the ladies' room uh, by a guy in a dress. I mean, the whole thing gets to be weird. And that guy was transferred and then attacked another girl in another school. So I think all this stuff is bubbling, and people are looking and going, McAuliffe's lying. Uh, we don't trust him. Youngkin's a brand new face. He's got big ideas. And the other difference is McAuliffe has gone national. He's brought in all these mm -hmm, national right. players. Youngkin has gone state, and he's really emphasized Virginia. And the contrast, people are going, I'm not voting for senator. I'm right. voting for governor. And McAuliffe has no new ideas for Virginia. Now, what Gingrich was talking about there is McCullough brought in uh, Barack Obama. He brought in um, uh, also, by way of video, Kamala Harris, although I think she did make a visit also. And just last week, he brought in President Biden. President Biden now, who has uh, his uh, approving rating has dropped in all the polls. Right. There's a brand new NBC poll out this weekend that says 71% of Americans are not happy with the direction of the nation. So McAuliffe brings Biden in, who most people blame for the direction of the nation right now, and brings him in under the guise that he's going to help uh, McAuliffe win this election. So uh, big day tomorrow, Virginia in particular, but there's other things going on in the country too. Well, um, and what's, what's interesting is that as he brings these national figures in, mm -hmm. they're not really helping on the issues that appear to be very important to Virginia Virginia voters, for example, President, former President Obama, uh -huh. talking about this case that Newt Gingrich was just discussing, and that is the sexual attack on this girl in the bathroom. He called it fake outrage. Yes. 
he he was basically uh, arguing that she was not telling the truth. Well, as we now know, this young man, and he is a young man. Yes. Okay. He's not a girl just because mm-hmm. he was wearing a dress. He confessed to yes. doing it. Yeah. And admit, uh, admitted he had acted improperly. And so now it's not fake outrage. Now you have these national figures coming in and hurting, actually hurting uh, McAuliffe. You know, one of the things that um, uh, that McAuliffe has been saying is that CRT is not being taught in Virginia, which is insane mm-hmm. because over the weekend, he complained that there were too many white teachers in the public schools yeah, here in Virginia. McAuliffe. There's a he, winner. He said 50% That's a of our campaign issue. Yeah. And, 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 but at the same time, he's saying we're not teaching CRT. Well, then what does it matter? He said 50% of our, stu- our students are students of color. 80% of the teachers are, are, are white. So what I'm going to do for you, he said, will be the first state in America. And then he begins to outline how he's going to change, change that, what he considers a disparity. Yeah. Is he going to lay off teachers? Because of their skin color? What's he going to do? Well, he's, he's promising to help people of color get into teaching. But why should it matter if you have teachers of color, teachers who are white, whatever? If they're doing a good job, what does it matter, the color of their skin? But he insists we're not on well, board this, with this CRT. race card's about all the Democrats got left in their pocket, I guess, that they feel like they can play any time to try to score points or try to – I mean – it's just getting tiresome. And, and well, we'll find out if it works in Virginia. True. He's played it. True. Now, I will say this. Uh, Virginia is a purple state, trending blue. Right. <laughs> and I, I would say, and I mean no disrespect to the people. We have a station that covers this area. I mean no disrespect to uh, the people of, uh, I guess, what you'd call the Washington, D.C. suburbs in northern Virginia. But other than that, Virginia is a red state, right? basically. But there's so many people uh, populated in those uh, northern counties that are, many of them are federal government workers, and they uh, probably 80, 90% of them are going to vote Democrat every day, all day. Um, that... That's, that's, so it's, it's, uh, how should I say this? An artificially uh, blue state. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, That sounds like I'm saying the people who vote who are Democrat in Northern Virginia are artificial people. (laughs) They're not. But I mean, other, uh, Virginia was traditionally a red state until the last 10 years, but all the population moving into Northern Virginia, uh, many of it, people, internationally has changed the dynamics there in the state. So I say that to say this, uh, it would be an upset tomorrow uh, should uh, uh, Yunkin mm-hmm. defeat McAuliffe because mm-hmm. Republicans, I don't remember the last time Republicans won a statewide race there. 2009? 2009 was the last time they had a Republican okay. governor. So McAuliffe would, has served as governor before. Yes, yes, he has. You can only serve one time. Uh, one, one, you can't serve two consecutive terms uh, or more in uh, Virginia. What so. makes it interesting, you're talking about those three counties, Loudoun County, Fairfax, and Prince George in the north. 
But Loudoun County in Fairfax is where the controversies have occurred with right. the education system. Right. I know. So I, I, this this whole idea that white people are evil, which is the basis of 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 the critical race theory, that uh, is being rejected by white liberals people mm-hmm. and, and fair-minded black folks too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, other people of color. Is color? Everything but white. <laughs> I, I, I just want to make sure I got the terms down. I think I, I, I'm not an expert. I think Please people of, cover, of color refers to people who are black or brown. Like I don't, I don't. Maybe, maybe Native Americans too. I don't think that Asians are qualified. I don't. I, I'm not sure on that. They're too white. Or what? I don't know. I don't know what the deal is on that. I could be wrong on that, but I think it's it's uh, uh, black Hispanic. Are you are a person of color if you're like one one quarter Indian, three quarters white? Yeah, I I, I where I think do you where do you draw the line in there? I I don't I don't draw a line. I'm just explaining. <laughs> okay. But I see your 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 point is was Barack Obama, who was half black half white, is he a person of color? The answer is yes. Okay, but, uh, but, but percentages, but, but, I don't know. But, but the, 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 the critical race theory is toxic, folks, mm-hmm. because that's what it teaches. It teaches basically that white folks are the problem with the world. Because they're white. Because they're white, because of their, because of their skin color. Mm-hmm. And, and that is, as I say, that is toxic. That's un-American. It's a uh, way to divide the country. And it's being taught to children. Yes. In in some states across the country, and and school districts, and there is a reaction to this. Yes, sir. A strong reaction to this, even in liberal counties like Loudoun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I don't know if they're liberal or not. I don't know enough about Virginia to to say, but they're Democrat, uh, i.e., liberal mm-hmm. uh, counties. So there's a reaction among the American people against this, which is good. Absolutely. And also don't forget the founder the founders of the critical race theory are self described Marxist. Correct. Okay, which is where this leads this this is why they want to divide the county, the country by race, create racial strife and division so that out of that can come a more uh socialistic slash communistic society. Uh so that's that's where they're headed with this. That's what the, that's why the strong reaction, and when Terry McAuliffe, the candidate for governor and de- Democrat uh, Democrat candidate for governor, basically says that that no, he didn't. Basically, he said that parents should not be telling the schools what to teach. Mm-hmm. That that is a broad general rejection of parental involvement in the schools. Yes, nobody thinks that a individual parent should be able to to, uh, you know, dictate what the schools teach. But collectively, parents, as represented by the school boards uh, and and their, you know, and other uh, places they can have influence, have a right to yes. have, have a say-so in what their kids are taught and how they're taught. Parents so, pay the bills. But McAuliffe says no, they don't, and he didn't want that. And that's a bad look for the Democrats in Virginia, I think even among independents or moderates, maybe even some liberals don't like to hear talk like that. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. As you say, all the 
uh, country will be watching what happens in Virginia, New Jersey. There's also a governor's race going on as well. You're listening to the radio program, Today's Issues, on American Family Radio. Should you want to watch the show on Internet, go to Facebook or YouTube and type in Today's Issues. Facebook or YouTube, type in the words Today's Issues here on American Family Radio, and you can join us that way, and uh, we will be posting the stories that we talk about on our Facebook page. Uh, Well, a big story is what's about to happen to our United States military personnel who don't want to get the uh, COVID shot. And joining us to talk about it is our good friend Todd Starnes. Todd uh, is uh, has his commentary on each day here. In about 10 minutes, you'll be hearing his commentary here on today's Issues on American Family Radio. Todd, good morning to you. Tim, good morning from Palm Beach, Florida today. Hope you're doing well and always great hanging out. What's going on? Why are you down there? Well, um, interviewing President Trump uh, for um, later this afternoon, uh, we're doing a 30-minute sit-down interview for a new book that I'm working on, and uh, so we're going to talk to the president about um, you know the direction of the country and you know a lot of the things that uh, that you know you guys talk about all the time uh, on American Family Radio, and we're also going to do a deep dive into the president's faith. Uh, so I think it's going to be a pretty compelling interview a little bit later on today over at Mar-a-Lago. Well, the well, that's pretty pretty cool deal you got going on there. The president asked him if his arm's tired from Saturday night <laughs> doing the chop. <laughs> he that's was in Atlanta. He was in Atlanta for the World Series doing the tomahawk chop with uh, fifty thousand people. I don't know if you saw this smile and people perfect. They have a brand. Hey, Todd, you're breaking up. Breaking up. And I know the breaking up is hard yeah. to do. Can you hear me? Deal Sadaka. Yeah. Uh, we can hear you now. What did you say about the uh, president? Yeah. Yeah, just Hello, start. can you hear me? No, we can't. Uh, uh, so try to try to reconnect with Todd right there. And if it doesn't work, we'll get him on tomorrow. Uh, all right. You're listening to today's issues. Uh, had a little problem there with the uh, connection. That's kind of neat, though. <laughs> going to be interviewing President Trump uh, for a new book he's working on. Did you see him in Atlanta for the World Series? I saw the picture. Both he and Melania, I think, were doing yeah. the job, weren't they? She was as well. She looked yeah. like she was having a good time. Yes. president was smiling. You know, uh, Braves were winning. I don't, I don't think President Trump is a Braves fan uh, in particular. Uh, he, he would probably do the Astros chop. If he were in <laughs> the Astros have a chop. No, they don't. I just made that up. If he were in Houston, uh, but he was just participating with the crowd. Yeah. yeah. There. Uh, all right. You back, Todd? All right, Tim. I hope this is a better signal. It is for now. <laughs> all right. What were you saying about uh, the president in Atlanta? Well, I was going to say that, you know, after doing the tomahawk chop, I noticed he was grinning from ear to ear when the crowd suddenly began encouraging a young man by the name of Brandon to let's go. <laughs> yes, I saw that. <laughs> Very encouraging. Yes, I saw that. Uh, but anyway, so sit down with President Trump. you got a half an hour with him, huh? Yeah, a half an hour. You know, they've got a pretty good menu. He invited me to dinner out there a couple of months ago. And, you know, it's the funniest thing, guys. It's a pretty swank. It's not the Hampton Inn. I'll tell you that much. Uh, but they have something on the menu that cracked me up. 
his mother's meatloaf, and it's actually really good, just meatloaf and mashed potatoes. Yeah, I'll take that. I, you know, Todd, if, if when you're talking about dropping names, if you can drop the name of the former president, right, right. you know, Todd, the president invited me <laughs> to uh, to dinner as well. I just couldn't make it. Right, My couldn't schedule make it. wouldn't allow it. But. <laughs> hey, Todd, uh, on a more uh, uh, on a more somber note, uh, you you uh, have a story. And you've been talking about on your radio program about what's about to happen to our United States military personnel yeah. who uh, have chosen not to get the COVID shot. Tell us about this story. Well, by it, it depends on who you're talking to, but between 10 and 20 percent of the military, the armed forces of the United States, have not been vaccinated for one reason or another. And that is a big, big issue. Um, many people are trying to claim religious exemptions, uh, but we were able to get our, our hands a hold of some documents, some internal documents, where chaplains in the military are being coached by military leaders from the Biden Pentagon on how to discourage uh, members of the military from asking for a religious exemption. So basically, they're encouraging these chaplains to reject their religious beliefs so that they can force people, coerce people into getting the vaccine. And uh, we are. this could be a pretty dramatic moment. Um, we do know, for example, in New York City alone, uh, over the weekend they had to close 26 firehouses because thousands of firefighters, thousands of police officers, and thousands of sanitation workers simply refused to get the vaccine, and therefore they've been removed from the job. And uh, the military facing a very similar circumstance. Fred? Yeah, I'd heard, uh, Todd, there are 12,000 Air Force personnel already have said they're not going to take the vaccine. We're talking pilots. We're talking ground crew yeah. that are not going to take the vaccine. Um, I have some personal, uh, you know, a, a friend, a relative, a member of the family who's in the United States Army. Uh, they're trying for a religious exemption on this. But you're exactly right. The pressure even on the chaplains to coach people not to file for the exemption. Uh, and it's, where is it? Um, it's it the Navy. They're saying uh, that even if they file for exemption, it's all, it's going to be rejected. All filings for that's exemptions right. are going to be rejected. That, that's right. And, and then to even tighten the screws even further, uh, they're telling uh, Navy SEALs, for example, and the SEALs that they're having, um, apparently a lot of Navy SEALs are refusing to get the vaccine. It costs about $2 million to train a, a Navy SEAL. And the military is threatening to not only dishonorably discharge these Navy SEALs, but also they would be sent a bill for their training. I mean, these are the kinds of things that uh, you know, just... these service members are having to face. Let me just say this, folks. Elections have consequences. I don't want to relive the shenanigans that went on in the last presidential election. Uh, but this is President Biden. Right. If President Trump were in office, he would not be forcing the military to get a COVID shot or either lose your, lose your, uh, to be dishonorably discharged. They're not just... Biden didn't want just to let these people uh, have a pay, unpaid leave, for example. Right. Uh, he's. This is punitive. 
This is the federal government through the President of the United States, Joe Biden, saying, let, let me tell you something, military people. Either you bow the knee to me and, and you get the shot uh, on something that's 99% recoverable from, or, or we're going uh, to uh, make your life miserable. Treat you like a criminal. Treat you like Which a criminal. Which is what dishonorable discharges are for. Todd, what's your web? What's your website? Can you come back on the other side of the break? You know, I would. I cannot, guys. What's I'm your so website? Sorry. Go. Give your website. Toddstarts.com, Tim. That's Toddstarts.com. In his image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. I loved it. I loved how biblically sound it was, all the scripture to back it up. The testimonies, very powerful. If it's a prodigal child that has just run away, or one that's caught up in same-sex attraction, there's hope in Jesus. In His Image is now available on DVD and can be purchased in bulk to pass out to friends and family. Order today by visiting afastore.net. You know, when Matthew 19, the, the scripture records a Pharisee trying to test Jesus concerning marriage, and Jesus responded, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? And for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. In the beginning, the first institution God created was the family. Marriage is the centerpiece of family. As a husband and father myself, let me tell you, <laughs> marriage is absolutely wonderful. And we want to encourage and educate people to embrace God's design as the fundamental building block for all of human civilization and to celebrate the lifelong union of one man and one woman as the objective institution that produces human flourishing. Tune in to By Design as we explore God's true purpose and design for marriage. Just visit the podcast page at AFR.net. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes with news and commentary next. No matter your career goals, you want to find a university that provides excellent academics and state-of-the-art facilities at a price you can afford. At Liberty University, they believe a quality Christian education should be available to everyone. That's why they've frozen their tuition rates through the 2021-2022 academic year and offer multiple scholarships, like the Middle America Scholarship, to bring that price point even lower. Learn more by texting STARNS to the number 49596. Apple pie is racist. That's the word from author and filmmaker Raj Patel writing for the Guardian newspaper about battles over what he calls food justice in the United States. Much like the Europeans colonized America, he said that apples were imported as well. He compared apple pie to the vast and ongoing genocide of indigenous people. He said that apple trees became markers for civilization, demonstrating the land had been improved. He also referenced Johnny Appleseed, who represented the westward expansion of the nation. Golden Delicious and Granny Smith, he says, stand as symbols that indigenous communities had been removed from their ancestral lands. The bloody and evil origins of the apple pie covered up by the nationalist slogan, as American as apple pie. Well, wait until Mr. Patel finds out most Americans enjoy a scoop of vanilla ice cream on their slice of racist pie. I'm Todd Stearns. We give thanks to God always for all of you, constantly mentioning you in our prayers, remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. 
1 Thessalonians 1, 3. American Family Radio. This is Today's Issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of Today's Issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of Today's Issues. Hey, sorry we had to rush Todd Starnes off, but it was... He made the choice. <laughs> he decided to leave us. I invited him to stay on after the break, but he had to go. Is he, did he say his interview with President Trump is today? Yes. Yeah. yeah it's going to dinner. Have meatloaf oh, tonight. tonight. Dinner? Meatloaf tonight with the president. <laughs> hey, good for Todd. He's he's. Uh, oh man. Yeah, he's a gr- he's a great guy. Todd's witty, funny, uh, uh, smart, and is a great reporter. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got a. Todd's. Uh, He's he's got a network of people who, who listen to him. He's yeah. a, you know uh, when he was on Fox Radio and Fox Fox News, he would be a guest. But he's got a, a network of people who will send him stories. I mean, he he breaks a lot of especially religious right. liberty stories because people will send him the information, and he's the first one on it. So good for him. Yeah. I, um, what do y'all think is going to happen with this uh, military? story we were talking about before the break by the way I want to welcome walker wildman in walker good morning you on there okay. we go good to be walker's on. going to talk about something exciting we're doing here at afa that you're going to want to know about which is uh one of is a impartial answer to the big tech social media uh liberal control uh but before we do that walker i wanted to ask mm-hmm. these two gentlemen here and you might chime in too what do you think is going to happen with this? Because can can the United States of America afford to lose up to twenty percent of our military? No, no. And no. and like we said this morning in our meeting, uh, this isn't just a box of soldiers that you can just pick up and take to a storage building. You don't need them anymore. These are individuals who are networked throughout the military. So you're going to be. We talked about you're going to lose a pilot over here. You're going to lose maintenance worker over here you're going to lose todd was talking about navy seals you're going to lose some you know special operations so this is going to be all through the military and i, I looked it up this morning because i wasn't sure how many we had in active uh, duty but but uh, it's under five hundred thousand uh in active duty military so you lose you know 10 20 percent of that that's a pretty good chunk pretty good size uh, for what? For what? In the name mm. of what, Fred? In the name of not abiding by Joe Biden's political agenda. These vaccinations, listen, I, I, I hope folks understand. We have enough history of this now uh, that va- vaccinated people can pass along COVID just as much as unvaccinated people. I would we, argue more so because they don't even, they think they can't. It, that's right. We are at the point now, and I hope people understand. During the weekend, Jen Psaki, a White House spokesperson, comes down with COVID. She is fully vaccinated. Double vaccinated. Yeah. We yeah. are hearing more and more stories like this. Fully vaccinated people are getting COVID. It's, it's medically and scientifically unjustified. Yes. The argument in favor of the mandate. And that's really what the big scuff, right. the scuffle is, is the mandate. And I had doctors on my show, AFA at the Core, last week, 
And they're against mandates. They're not against shots or vaccines. They're against forcing people to get them to yes. work. Yes. But but a one group of people that are about to be let go are dishonorably discharged is a group of Navy SEALs. Yes. Yeah. There's like 40 of them that are in the lawsuit. How I don't know how many other aren't getting it that aren't in the lawsuit. But these guys are the most fit uh, most fit people in the right. world. Right. Uh, that's how they're Navy SEALs. And they, they, they've got amazing uh, cardio. I mean, these guys are like in, oh, yeah. in tip-top they know what, shape. They, they, know, they know better than anybody how to protect themselves. How, for, uh, yeah, they go, they go, in, they go into the to most dangerous places in the world and yeah. put their life on the line. And here they are about to be dishonorably discharged because they won't get a shot. Well, and if you want an illustration, we talked about this in the story meeting this morning. If you want an illustration of the big lie this all is, Go to YouTube video or whatever and look at the news coverage of Biden at the Vatican last Friday. No masks, no six He foot. was up in the grill. They uh, were the Pope. They were like eight inches yeah. apart. Oh. Nobody in the room had a no, mask no. on. Now, not only that, you got these pictures of these world leaders. At the, is it a G20 or G8? What is it? Yeah, it's, it's a UN type. Well, there was both. There was a G20 meeting, and then there's this COP26 like climate conference. Oh, well, I'm talking about the G G20. Yeah, you got the picture of, of about five of these foreign leaders, all right, and they're getting photographs taken of them together, and they all five they're standing about two or three feet apart, and they've all got their mask on. When the photo op is over, Steve Jordan showed this to me. They all rip off their mask. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They all rip off their mask. So, to to, to here's the point. Uh, this isn't the Black Plague. Okay, this isn't Ebola. This is a uh, it's a serious uh, uh, what do you call coronavirus? It, it can be serious for certain people. Coronavirus, yes. But uh, uh, the in terms of public health, you have to ask yourself what it is the does the does the response by the government equal to the threat to the public? Okay. That's what you have to ask, and and so to what degree do do you do you implement decisions that um, are appropriate to the threat? I guess you could say, mm -hmm. and when you have something that's ninety nine percent plus recoverable, right? Yes, some people do die, but as we know now. Probably the majority of the vast majority of people that are pa that pass away from COVID also have serious underlying health issues already. Mm -hmm. I think I read where forty percent of the people who died were in nursing homes. That's right. Mm. So they were they they may have gotten a cold and died. You know what I'm saying? I mean this is this is not to diminish the loss of life, but I'm trying to put things in perspective here. You would think the way we're being treated by Biden. And the federal government, in particular, in some of these blue states, that it is, uh, it's it's a death it's a death sentence. Mm -hmm. Yes. That, that well, if a, it was, <clears throat> you you mentioned this uh, earlier today. If it was, if this virus is is that, and and people have died. So, uh, folks, we are talking broad. Uh, this is a broad discussion. Yes. I know seven hundred thousand people have died. We all, we've, we've we all know all, people. We all know people who have died. So yes. we are not talking about that. For some people, obviously, this has been deadly. But if this was the Black Plague, okay, if that's really the way the CDC viewed it, then why 
is the deadline for Army, all active duty and reserve members of the Army. Why is it December 15th? And why was that date assigned in the summer? Why do you give people six months to get the vaccine if this is life and death yeah. and it's that contagious? Well, because it is. Well, look, if, if this was yeah. about public health, then we would start talking about exercising, about taking your daily vitamins. But I'm not running around slapping Big Macs out of people's hands because that may lead to cardiac issues in 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. First off, that's none of my business. No. If somebody wants to eat a Big Mac, it's America. Right. Uh, and so, but we don't apply that to this this issue. It's government top down. Everybody's meddling around in everybody's business. And yep. again, and it's about the mandates. Just stop and think. All I, we just this, the vaccination just came along. What in February of this year? All last year, all the medical people did not have vaccinations, and they were taking care of patients. Yeah. And the death rate is no different. It's yeah. actually higher oh, this year. It's hey, higher hey. this year. Okay, stop and think about this. Nobody was vaccinated a year ago. Nobody. More people have died of COVID this year than last year, and we have vaccines in 70% of the population. So why do we have a mandate for vaccinations when all last year nobody was vaccinated? Yeah, I don't even call it a vaccine. I call it a shot. Yeah. Walker calls it a jab. Uh, shot or jab. Ed and I won't revisit our debate on what defines a vaccine or not. <laughs> so, so, folks, don't worry about that. But you know what? Uh, this is uh, – this, has, and I didn't believe this at, at first. I was Maybe I was rather naive. Uh, some people saw this coming. But I believe we've reached a point here where it's clear that <clears throat> what this is about – is not about a, a vaccine to to promote to protect public health, because quite frankly, folks, look, the vaccine. <coughs> there I go, calling it one. The the COVID shot, which some people call a vaccine, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time debating people on. But it it it, it does. You have something that doesn't stop you from getting COVID. And it doesn't stop you from spreading COVID. Okay. Jen Psaki, the White House spokesperson, is a prime case. She has she has more um, vaccine in us than most most Americans. She's she's doubled up. She's fully yep. vaxxed, right? Right. She's at home with COVID. And I know she's thanking somebody uh, that she's at home because that's 14 days she doesn't have to answer for Biden. <laughs> uh, she's going, if she believes in God, she's going, thank God that I'm not having to do th- uh, do this for 14 days. All right, she's probably going to extend her quarantine to 21 right? Uh, just to make sure she doesn't spread. But here's what she said about this. She said that she, I'm paraphrasing now, she said she got the virus, the COVID, and and uh, she's she's uh, has mild symptoms. And she said, thanks to the vaccine, I have mild symptoms. Okay. How do you know that? <laughs> you know what? Tim here, talking third person. I've had the I've had COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh and I never had symptom one that I know of. I had an antibodies test don't to and it's kind of shocking to me. Walker's been around a lot of people who've had COVID. He hadn't had COVID. My point is, uh, am I to say then, uh, if you follow Jen Psaki's line of reasoning, I would have to attribute my 
being non-symptomatic to a vaccine I never got. Uh, I, I don't know if y'all yeah, follow yeah, me. No, yeah, she's yeah. claiming she's cl- she's giving the jab, the shot, credit for her quote unquote mild symptoms, but that's the most unscientific statement. That's like me she saying, know that. well, that's like me saying I took my vitamins, so my my and th- and the direct result of me taking my vitamins is I had a mild case. Well, I may think that, and I may have an assumption. It's not provable, and there may be some data that suggests that. But in my specific case, you can't definitively claim that. I can right. say I think. This, because this, of this, this, this I had whole, a mild case. This whole thing is falling apart. That's right. It's absolutely falling apart. Ed, again, to reiterate what you said, we talked about this meeting. If this was such a urgent public health issue where you must deal with this immediately or else the consequences are dire for our country, then the federal government wouldn't be giving uh, people two and three months to get vaccinated or not. So back to my point, which I said I didn't initially buy into, but I do now, this is not about public health at this point. This is about controlling people and a pre-conditioning of Americans to accept further mandates on other issues that may be coming down the pipe which will erode our freedoms and our liberty and our way of life. I.e. climate change. Right. Or, or, yes, that or other things. Yeah. Should, could be other things. Mm-hmm. So because I do, science has spoken. Yeah. Yes. Unless you're talking about the difference between a boy and a girl. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. In which case, for the Democrats, science doesn't speak. It's right. whatever your feelings are. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, uh, this is and this is why the reaction now among many Americans – it's not. It's not that they're against uh, making people safe, or who, who isn't for make. You know, who isn't for wanting to remain healthy? Right. Right. You telling me that millions of Americans just say, uh, "I don't care about my health. I'm not getting the vaccine shot." You think you really think that's what they're? Yeah. I, well, I, you, I'm, you, I'm just going to defy Biden by putting my life at risk. Now you run the poll numbers, and I don't know if anybody's done this, but you run the poll numbers with these two <laughs> questions. The first question is. Are, are you okay with having a shot available for people who would like to get it to fend off the coronavirus? And I don't know who would be against that. Right. Nobody. Yeah, sure. nobody. If, if, if Big Pharma wants to have a shot out there and you want to be able to get it at your doctor's office, sure, that's fine. It's America. But then you take the second question and go, do you think everybody in the country should be forced to take this said shot? Then that's when everything changes. When yeah. you start talking about mandates, well, that's when public opinion changes. And let me tell you something, too. There are a lot of people who uh, even some celebrities who are otherwise liberal. There are a lot of people who object to having this forced on them because it is it was rushed through uh, the the operation warp speed. And listen, I don't blame I don't I don't blame the pharmaceutical companies. President Trump was pushing for this. Uh, everybody wanted to get a vaccine quick as possible to to stop this because we were told it would stop it. Yes. Yes. We were told the vaccine would stop it. No more masks. People no more will lockdowns. be protected. No, no more, more lockdowns. lockdowns. So I mean America was unified on that. Right. Right? And yeah, the consensus was the shot gets out, people can take it and then all this goes away. It stops right. it stops the spread. Yes. As we know now, as we mentioned now, uh, the 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 the, uh, the the vaccines the, the shots, the COVID shots, 
do not stop the spread of the virus. Nope. They don't. Nope. They don't stop. So what's the point? So what's the point? You would say, well, it keeps people from getting serious symptoms. Well, it didn't stop Colin Powell, Colin Powell from getting serious symptoms. He passed away. That's right. But that, but that's the, the, the essence of the definition, the historic definition of a vaccine is not to lessen symptoms. No. It's to stop transmission. No, exactly right. So if, what, it, if, it's a, if it's a prophylaxis, that's, that's fine. Let's talk about a prophylaxis. That's what Americans signed up for. Right. They signed up for stop the spread. Right. Yes. And now we found out that because of the variants, the original vaccines don't stop the spread. Then, then people are going. Well, what's the what what why why make people get it then? Right. If it doesn't stop and the lose their jobs, yes. etc. I mean, that, that's yeah, all, all the, the repercussions. Yeah. yeah, ruin their lives Dishon- potentially. Can you imagine the the, the the weight of dishonorable discharge from the military? That's that like fo- for being a criminal. Yes, that follows you even in the private sector. That's right. Because a lot of these military guys, ladies and and uh, men and women. They go on to work for private contractors that also work with the federal government. Mm-hmm. All their security clearances, all that gets wiped out with a dishonorable discharge. That's right. And furthermore, what makes it worse is many of these uh, liberal politicians, i.e. Biden, Jen uh, for example, they don't really believe what they're saying. That's right. If they believe what they're saying, Jen would wear a mask and goggles to every press conference in the White House. Right. Instead, she's she's doing press conferences last week, spreading COVID. Yeah. Yes. She's if standing she, up there talking to reporters mm-hmm. who are 10, 20, 30 feet away from her. She's got COVID. She doesn't know it at the time. There she is. She's not, okay, if she really believed what she was saying, <clears throat> she'd probably still be doing virtual. Right. Or she would uh, be doing, be masked up. President Biden is two feet away from the Pope's face, yeah. and they're talking to one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you really believe in what you're saying, or are you just doing this uh, to control people? Mm. All right, Walker, we got some good news. Tell us about it. Yes, we today, American Family Association, we're launching our own video platform. It is up and running. I know a lot of people, a lot of our listeners have been really looking forward to this. And we have it now, so you can go to streaming.afa.net, streaming.afa.net, or you can just go to our homepage, afa.net, and click on the top bar. It says AFA Streaming, and we have uh, all of AFA's produced uh, content there, whether it be the God Who Speaks, In His Image, all of our Cultural Institute series, um, all, all, of that, all of it's up there? All of it's up there. Reason and Company that we record twice a week is going to be up there. That's a short uh, two-minute well, feature. Something virtual could be down there, actually. <laughs> yeah, right? however I mean, you want to say want, it. That's what I'm saying. You know, you everybody you want. wants to be going up, though. Right, right. So right. Uh, Up with people. Yeah, negative. <laughs> down has a negative connotation. So everything's yeah. going up on the video platform. Although some things are downloaded. Yeah, yeah. Up, yeah, up up on the yeah. website, and now now we're just chasing rabbits. <laughs> yes. So, well, get, get, uh, right, what so, we do. All right, so we what we're telling people to do, Walker, mm-hmm. and we'll mandate this if we have to. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> mandate. We'll mandate this. The AFA streaming platform mandate. Right. You you, you will sign. You will up. go there. You, you mean will, tell folks how to get there? Yes. You will bow the and, knee and what to do to our to there. our video streaming <laughs> mandate. Yeah. Ahead, so Walker. we have two tiers. People are asking, well, how much does it cost and all that? We have a free tier 
where you can watch things like, eventually, today's issues, AFA at the core of the Hamilton Corner. <laughs> All of our daily shows are going to be uploaded to this platform to where folks can watch it. Right now, we just have AFA at the core in the Hamilton Corner, but we're going to start launching more uh, every week. Um, and then they can watch a few other things for free. And then we have a great commission partner, our monthly donor tier, where you get access to everything. Why are we doing this? We are doing this because we've, for years, us and everybody else in the world has been relying on big companies that don't share our values, major corporations like Google, i.e. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all these major companies, we've been relying on them, Vimeo, uh, to host our video about our mission, our vision, and our core values. Well, they just don't like it. I mean, plain and simple. So they take our content down. Last week, I had my second uh, episode of uh, AFA at the Core pulled down from YouTube. One more, one more episode gets pulled down, I'm off YouTube forever. Uh, so we have our own video platform where we can post whatever we want on there. So it's the same as YouTube. Yes. For example. Uh, well, as, <coughs> as far as I know, uh, Facebook or YouTube, have they ever taken today's issues down? Our show? They do it show no. by show by show. They don't mm -hmm. just take. We've had a little more trouble with Vimeo, with some. Yeah, of, Vimeo. I think Vimeo took down our Ivermectin Reasoning Company. Oh, you just got us taken down from everything else. By, <laughs> <laughs> I did not say no. Ivermectin was good, I'm no, just, but no. we did have a little. We were talking about the uh, what, what had happened in India with Ivermectin and we on Reasoning Company, yeah. and Vimeo booted us. Yeah, all we did was cite statistics and a story, a factual story, and we got we got booted from, we got removed from that video, got taken down. Yeah, and in you fact, can't, you in, can't, go ahead. In fact, the reasoning company, the the main reason we did that particular episode was because we were talking about right. how the story of what had happened in India regarding ivermectin was not being covered by the yeah. media, and Big Social was putting the kibosh on it. Yeah. Well, it it is true. Uh, the conservatives in America, conservatives worldwide, but conservatives in America need to create our own ecosystem, if you will, our uh, our own social media, our own outlets, our own credit cards. All these things are very important because, as we found out, conservatives and only conservatives can be canceled overnight. Uh, our, uh, a, a service that we used to process credit cards mm -hmm. a few months ago, uh, Stripe, they, they shut us down overnight, uh, about what, six or eight this months time, ago. This time last year, almost. Yeah. They just shut us down overnight. Yeah. Didn't give us any really recourse or explanation. So we, we cannot be vulnerable like that. Uh, we, we, we conservatives in America cannot we so we need to move away from these liberal controlled companies and move to conservative discover cards <laughs> Fairma. discover card discover cut card us cut us off overnight our, our donors could not give using a discover card yeah. right yeah this this platform is top notch our IT team we built it so it's our platform our video platform you can go to streaming.afa.net streaming.afa.net not screaming no streaming.afa.net and uh, you can create an account, create a free account there at streaming.afa.net. Thank you, Walker. Yes, sir. Look forward to your 105 
Central Time All right. program, AFA at the and, core. And that will be streaming live? It will, not, our- it will not be streaming live. It will be uploaded. Uploaded. Okay. And then in, uh, in 2022, early 2022, we're going to launch a live streaming option. So today's Great. issues can be live on AFA streaming instead of necessarily YouTube or Facebook. Okay. All right. Excellent. Yeah. Great. Right. And, I, and I will say this, to Facebook and YouTube's credit, at least on this particular program, I don't want to give them too much credit because they have cut us off other ways, like Walker's show, but they've never cut today's issues off that I'm aware of. <laughs> I can remember. Maybe we're just not doing something well, right. Well, we, we, we try to steer away from controversial <laughs> <Yeah>. topics. <laughs> you know, if you can just keep it bland and vanilla. Right. You know, and not offend anybody. And we're not bold at all on this program. That, Look, that, you, you guys just got to say ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. No, quit saying it, Walker. You got to say it more. <laughs> gonna, quit saying it. You're going to trigger the algorithm. <laughs> get us get us shut down here. We uh, we mince words on this no, no, program. No, spell it out. I-V. I-V-M. Short. I-V-M. Code speak. I-V-E-R-M-U-S-E. I guess. Thank you, Walker. Yes, sir. Glad to be on with you All right. Guys. You can join Walker Wildman for his solo flight at uh, 105 Central Time this afternoon on American Family Radio. I'm Tim with Ed and Fred. You're listening to Today's Issues. Should you want to send us an email, it needs to be a K-Love email, okay? <laughs> that means positive and encouraging. You can do so at comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. we got about a minute left. Fred, you got any? any? Also, tomorrow, being voted on. Uh-huh. Are you ready for this? I'm In ready for this. The city of Minneapolis, Minnesota, they are actually going to vote on getting rid of their police department. That's tomorrow. That will fail. To create a Department of Public Safety. So when somebody calls 911, if indeed there's going to be 911, um, we'll send a social worker out there. Somebody's trying to rob my That's, house. We'll send a social worker out. What could go wrong? That's not going to pass. I can't imagine. Well, I, I know that interviewing people in the black community, they're terrified that yes. this is going to pass. Yes. <laughs> you, get white, you get white liberal people behind, in gated communities voting on whether... Black inner city folks can have cops can or have not. Cops. <laughs> Isn't that insane? It is. Gated communities. Oh. Can't make this All stuff right, up. All uh, right. Folks, we will be back in five minutes of more for more of today's issues. You stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.